Hello and welcome back to What Do You Know For Sure podcast with me, Anne Hughes. In this episode, I am joined by Colette Lord as we speak about there never being a perfect time. It's a really honest chat about how Colette made that leap from having a good full-time job, full-on career, into running her own business and that we will always have a reason not to do something, but actually you need to just take that leap and to see how much courage and bravery you actually have in the road that that will lead you down. Uh, this was a great conversation. And then when obviously I've jumped onto her Instagram page, I'm now starving as well after looking at all her delicious food. So I hope that you enjoy this conversation. And the link to Colette's page is in the commentary with this show too. Colette, thank you so much for joining me on the podcast. Thanks very much for having me, Anne, and thanks very much for what you do. Like your podcast is amazing; it's done, and it's done such a good job for all the females out there. Oh, thank you so much, Colette. Tell us a bit about you. So I'm Colette. I am also known as the Buffy Lady. I run a catering business in Glasgow. We're based in Glasgow, serving all around Glasgow. Previous to that, I spent over a decade in investment banking. So I went straight from uni into investment banking. I'd done my time there. Throughout my career in banking, I had a real passion for food and a love for food. Always cooking and sharing meals and going to nice restaurants and all that. So about a couple of years ago, I decided that I would make that as a sideline business. So I started my catering business. Mm -hmm. Basically, I had been looking for somebody to do a a buffet and I couldn't find anyone that done exactly what I had in mind. So I just decided to do it myself. Um, The people who attended our event then wanted to book in for buffets the people who then attended their events and it started to snowball um, and in July 2020, I, well maybe a, a little bit earlier than that, um, I launched it as a proper business and at that point it was a sideline to my corporate career but in 2021, June, I went full-time as the Bushel Lady and this is now my full-time job. That's exciting. I think it's always exciting when you take the leap, isn't it? And you trust you trust yourself. Oh, that's great. Yeah. That's great. So given all of that, I can't wait to hear. What do you know for sure, Colette? What I know for sure is there is never a perfect time. So there is never a perfect time. Mm. If you just think about that for a second. So there's always a reason not to do something. And I'll talk about some of those reasons as well. But for the people listening to the podcast, there is always something that we need to do. It might be that you want to switch from a full-time job to work for yourself. It might be that you want to have a difficult conversation. It might be a variety of different things. And there's always a reason not to do it. Um, but there is never a perfect time. And if you're sitting waiting for a perfect time to do something, then you are never going to do it. Mm-hmm. So the, t- the the best time to do something is now to do it today to make a start it doesn't have to be the full finished product you might be creating something for a business or you might be creating a business itself it doesn't have to be done and dusted but now is the time that you need to take action and you need to start so there's never a perfect time oh i resonate that so much colette when did that appear to be an obvious truth to you is it something you've always known is it new? When did it come that you were just like, this is what I know for sure? 
Yeah, so it, it's relatively new, I would say, and because of the journey that I've been on, stepping away from um, a corporate secure job, with great benefits and a successful career, to working freelance and working independently and having that little bit of unknown in the background. I know when I started my business as a sideline, I was looking at these people who had taken a leap to work from themselves, work for themselves, mm-hmm. and I was just like, how? How have you had the guts to do that? Like, you don't know what's coming up in the next few months. And all through that period, I've said, you know, I I really admire these people. I admire these people that have taken the leap. But one of the things that stops us from taking the action right now is the fear. It's the fear that you don't know how much courage you've got. Um, and that's something that I didn't know. So I would be like, oh, I'm not really brave like those people, like... And then I thought, as I was working through and I was looking at, you know, how my business was growing and all the ideas in my head and how I don't have time to deliver them because I'm torn between two different jobs, I thought, you know, it's time to be brave. It's in there somewhere. And the lovely thing about it is everybody has more courage than what they think. Mm. So if you think about that for a second, so now I consider myself really brave and really courageous, but there's more courage in there that I don't even believe. So how massive must that be? Uh-huh. And if everybody listening to this and yourself, and are more courageous than what you know, like think how much courage that must be that's inside you, that you can actually take the action or start the conversation or take the leap or set the boundary or whatever it is that we need to do. Like that fear is only a small part of you, but the bravery and the courage is massive inside of you and we just don't, into that enough uh-huh and, and and you know and i really i really agree with you because what i often think about because i went chucked my full-time job uh three and a half years ago and went freelance sort of a by accident not really in my plan it was just the next thing that came up was freelance so i did it and now when i contemplate it what's what's scarier for what would be scarier for me is to stay doing something that i'm quite miserable in than to take a leap and try something different and know whether or not it worked or not. The the idea of getting to the end of my life and not having tried the stuff I wanted to try, that that's what terrifies me. Yeah. Do you get yeah. do you agree with that? Yeah, I do, I get that. And the other side of that is like in my experience, I loved my corporate job. I was there for all those years because I loved it. I was good at it. It was a successful career. So sometimes you, you don't want to have a job you hate, right? But sometimes it's harder to walk away from a job you love to take a risk mm-hmm. than if you hated your job, it might be quite easy to throw in the towel and be like, do you know what, I'm out of here. You've made my decision really easy. But um, sometimes it can be quite difficult when you're not pushed for any reason or for any sort of, you know, because you don't like your job. It can, can be quite difficult to be like, I'm leaving and it's nothing to do with you. It's not. It's not aye. you. It's me. You know. Aye, aye. Earlier on, you said how you used to reflect, or you think people do reflect on. I'm not brave like those people. Who were those people you were looking at that sort of inspired you to be brave like them? Is there people so, in mind for you? Yeah, 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 absolutely. So, um, a few people. So, you know, when you're you kind of starting off and you're you're finding your feet and you're working and you're speaking to other people who own their business. So, um, one of one of the people who's became one of my friends is um, the the guy who runs Box Fresh Glasgow, um, who does the like 
trainer oh, yeah. cleanings and yeah yeah mm-hmm. so the first time that I met him he like totally inspired me gave me so much advice he had done something similar taking that leap and I was just like wow like I can't believe you've done that and you've actually just decided to change and start this up with an idea and even that's a business that nobody else does so that's even more risky so he was one of the people my a friend, a kind of friend who I knew from the past in Shona, who runs a business called Paper Cut Posies, mm-hmm. and she makes the most gorgeous floral bouquets out of paper. And they mm-hmm. don't even look like paper, they look like real flowers. She was another person who was just like showing me little snippets of how her life runs and the things that she does. And she was like, you know, I'm ready and waiting for you um, as soon as you make that leap. And I could see like that's people I know, that's real people with real jobs. And they've actually made a success of this. Don't get me wrong, it's not easy all the time. But when it's something you love, like it definitely becomes easier. So those people were just like, I I started to think, they're not any different from me. They can't be any more courageous than me. They can't be any more bravery than me. Mm. And then that just led me to go, right, it's time you need to to cut the strings here. And if you're not going to do it now, then let's just draw a line under it and not do it at all. Let's focus on the career job. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And at the very start, when you were talking about there not being a perfect time, you were talking about the amount of courage that you've got inside you and how, like, it's more than you thought. What does that feel like for you to know that there's probably even more in there? Like, almost <laughs> as an inquiry, but you don't have the answer and you don't maybe need the answer, I don't know. But to just know... I can cope with whatever comes up. Do you feel like that? Mm -hmm. And it it brings a sort of, like, I think it brings a sort of calmness and control. So, you know, when you're working with the the public and you're working with different customers all the time, you will be faced with challenging scenarios. And, you know, you'll always get people who want to push their luck a little bit and, um, and ask for more than what's on offer and ask for a cheaper price than what's on offer. Um, But what I've definitely found is that that's okay, like, I, I can push back, I can give the answer I want to give here, like, the business is flying and there's lots more customers and I don't actually need to be sitting here negotiating on a couple of pounds with people because they're not my type of people, that's not the type of people that, that are attracted to my business, it's not who I enjoy dealing with and it's just a sort of calmness, like, I can just be brave and say no to that business or say, no, sorry, I can't cut my prices to match that. Like, here's somebody else I could recommend or whatever. But I know that I can have that confidence in myself now to just go, no, that's all. That's all right. I don't need to take your business if um, if it if it doesn't feel right for both of us because I'm brave enough and I know that the right business comes towards me and I get to work with amazing customers every day. And that that must be an amazing feeling, isn't it? We were just chatting before we started recording about taking time off as freelancers. And you just did a week off and I was saying how I'm going to take most of December off, I've decided. And what I took last week off as some of the work I was doing and how you really have to balance it in your head because when you don't work, you don't get paid. And it is a wee bit scary, but it also does. I do feel like, I actually said to a friend, I'm obviously maturing as a freelancer because I'm saying I've not got capacity for that or I can't do the number of days you want me to do, I can do less. Do you feel braver about that as well, that you're having the courage? Because it is scary as a freelancer to take time off. Yeah, yeah, it absolutely is. Last week we took the time off to do the North Coast 500 and it's, it's the first week that I've taken off since I have went full-time 
And actually, I feel like I'm quite lucky that I don't have a job where, I, where I'm counting down to my next holiday. I'm yeah. not like, you know, oh, living for the weekend or the Sunday night fear, celebrating only on a Friday, you know, coming back to work and counting right how many days till my next holiday. I don't have that because I do something that I love because I've, I'm getting rewarded for the bravery I've had. Mm-hmm. So it's nice, but there's definitely that element of, okay, well, how much money do you normally make in a week and where's that coming from then if you've taken a week off? But, you know, trust in the process. Everything will come. And I think it's like a little bit about I'm not going to spend my time stressing about these things. Mm-hmm. I'm actually, if I've got a bit of downtime, then I'm going to make the most of it and build something amazing for the coming months in the business. So I've got so many ideas that I'm just taking advantage of the time that I can build on those ideas um, if it does end up a little bit quiet but fingers crossed it's not so far (laughs) and that's great and you talked about how there's always a reason why we put stuff off you know when you consider some of the reasons that you gave yourself that we all give ourselves all the reasons why we can't do stuff I'm very much somebody who I think has always been a bit a leaping before I look. You know, I'm not overly cautious when it comes to making decisions. I have to say I like to just make a decision. I don't take a long time over it. But when you contemplate some of those reasons that seem so real to you. So when you had that reason, it was like such a good reason. And now you're like, that was a rubbish reason. I'm glad I never. (laughs) How does that make you feel about the stuff that you used to think was like really, really true? And now you realise it's not. Yeah, and, and that's exactly it. And it's not true. So the thing, mm-hmm. the first thing is the fear that I mentioned and not have not thinking you have the courage. The second thing I would say is the the judgment and the perception that you make up in your mind. So mm-hmm. if for example you're in a job and you want to move to a different team, let's just let's just say that you want to have that conversation and you put it off because you think oh, but then my boss, she's going to think this about me and she's going to think that. And then if I do move team and they don't like the way that I work, then they're going to judge this and they're going to think that. And actually the reality is, and, it, and it's it's actually comforting when you realise this, all those people have an opinion on you anyway, right? So they're judging you, they've got a perception. It's human nature to form that perception of somebody in the first, what, three seconds when you meet them. So people have a perception of you, they have a judgement of you. That's fine. They're going to have that whether you take that next step or not. So do the thing that you want to do. Don't sit there doing what doing what you don't want to do. You have to go, right, these people have an opinion of me anyway. That's not my job to fix how the lens that they see the world through. My job is to do my own world. So if I want to change job, then I take the step to change that job. Or, mm-hmm. you know, if I need to have a difficult conversation with my partner about, you know, I don't know, a life choice, getting married, having a baby, moving house, something like that, and I'm putting it off. Like, those people already have an opinion on you. So that, the fear that you have about the judgment and the perception, like, it's kind of null and void. You're just not doing what you want to do because you're making up a little story in your head. So I would say that's probably the second thing that I always feel steps in the way or the second excuse we come up with to not do things now and we're waiting for the perfect time because maybe your boss will move on or maybe somebody might just come towards you and say, you know, I've got this really amazing job in America that you could do or that's not going to happen, right? So the reality is put the perceptions and the judgment aside and just do whatever it is that you want to do. Aye. And I think for me it's certainly not been too attached about what other people think. 
is, is a really huge thing for me because actually they are, as you said, you said they're looking through the lens and I say that so much in some of the other work I do about that's just the lens through which they look at the world. It's different for you, so they see it differently. And actually what, what you think of me is none of my business. It's really none of my business what you think of me. And I suppose that is that something that comes with age, experience, to actually detach from that? Do you think? Yeah, I think... I think part of it, I think, is actually surrounding yourself with people like that so that that thought, that train of thought becomes the norm. And, if, you know, when you're surrounded with people who do that whole looking at each other or not really saying what they think or, you know, or saying too much of what they think, or right. whatever, you mm-hmm. know, um, that becomes the norm and that becomes accepted behaviour. And I think when you start to surround yourself with people, you know, for me, a lot of it with, was surrounding myself with people who run their own business because then that becomes normal and that's the level that you operate at uh-huh. and then everybody takes the next step together. So I think a big part of it, it's probably age, you know, getting a bit on now, the, a, a bit of that is probably age and maturity, but part of it is definitely your social circle and who you spend your time with. Yeah. I think there's some sort of research that you become the five people you spend most of your time I was with just trying to think about what it was to say that to you I, as well and I say that to folk quite often look at who you spend your time with and then wonder why your thinking is the way your thinking is yeah and how do you feel when you leave that person like I know I've got friends who when I leave I'm just like so buzzing and I'm thinking oh I wish I had told them that and I'll need to remember and text and say that and then I've got some friends that I come away from and you just feel like aye I need a coffee after that to try and perk myself up or you know it shouldn't be that hard work and one of the things that I've noticed just you know like before I had my own business like I didn't have Instagram and anything like that and I started and I had a perception of what Instagram would be like Uh um, and it was quite negative which is why I never had it but kind of understand you need this type of thing in your business especially if it's like an aesthetic product like food I had the Instagram page from last year and I had this perception of what it might be like, but it's not actually, I guess it's how you use it yourself and how you control yourself in it. But one of the things that it definitely brought up for me, and it's probably, I would say, maybe the third thing that stops you from doing what it is that you want to do right now is the comparison and maybe like a bit of jealousy as well. So the way I think about it is, we are programmed to think that jealousy is a bad thing, right? And that if if I see something, somebody doing something that I want and I get that little pang of jealousy, then it's like, oh, don't tell anybody that, that you're jealous of that person, right? But the reality is that's just steering us in the direction of what it is we want. Like, mm-hmm. you know, if I see somebody doing something or selling something or making something on Instagram and I feel a bit like, oh, I'm jealous, I wish I'd done that then actually that's an an alarm for me to say, well, there's something in there that you want. There's something that Mm -hmm. you need to go get and get that into your goals. So it might be, you know, the way somebody sets up a buffet. I'm just trying to think of an example that's relevant to my business or a collaboration with somebody that I think, oh, I wish I had done that. But really that's just a little warning sign to say, oh, there's something that person's doing that you're quite fancy and it shouldn't be a bad thing. Like that's we should be grateful that somebody's actually paving that way and beating down the path for us. Oh, yeah. That we can go, you know, they're making that a little bit easier. I 
probably wouldn't do it 100% the way they're doing it. Maybe I like their product, but I don't like their attitude mm-hmm. or something like that. But you could definitely stand on your shoulders and build on it exactly, and make your own thing out of that without jealousy or comparison like being seen as something really negative. Does that make sense? Oh, totally. Totally, yeah, mm-hmm. I get that. I get that. So now as you start to think, I mean, you're only, what, five or six months into your business and okay, yep. you're you're not having any of your old reasons anymore for not doing stuff you know that time is never perfect you know you've got hunters of courage inside you how do you feel about whatever is next do you know what's next do you have it in your mind or are you just like intrigued to buy the path no so i do so i know what's next um so last year when we were living in lockdown i done a lot i hosted a lot of like online cook-alongs Mm-hmm. So basically just bringing people together from like all over the world, cooking a meal together, having a laugh, glass of wine, and then all sitting down in their own homes with their own families and eating the same meal. So it was a really nice connection mm-hmm. um, across everybody who was, who joined. We then have done that towards the end of last year, done it for like corporate events, for team building events, for birthday parties. Like So we had like a woman's 70th and our family couldn't travel to be with her. So we've done like a Spanish themed party. We have kids cook-alongs, like all those type of things. But with that, I know myself, on reflection, I've been pretty inconsistent. Mm -hmm. So I've done them when I felt like it. There's not been a regular schedule. There's not been a regular kind of group of people. It's been quite scattered. So in the background just now and with my downtime when I get it, I'm building a proper cook-along club that will be for like high-flying females who struggle to get through the whole week cooking and just reach for the takeaway menu by like Wednesday night, you know, because that's what I used to do as well. Mm -hmm. So when you're busy all day and you don't have a chance to plan meals, you don't really, you can't be bothered thinking about what you want to make, you don't get time to get to the shops, the cook-along club is going to be a big thing that brings people together and teaches nice, easy, quick, simple recipes that are perfect for midweek meals. And then it means whether you are like a single working woman who doesn't want to cook a big meal because it's just for yourself or whether you're just exhausted because you're walled off from work at eight o'clock at night, then you'll have this little repertoire of recipes in your backpack that you just go, do you know what, that's only a couple of ingredients. I can rustle that up before I take away would get delivered. So that is the next thing that's coming from the Buffy Lady side of things. Um, so a little bit different from the catering and it's taken a lot of work and a lot of training in the background but currently the plan is that we go for a big launch right at the start of next year for that um, yeah and just like go wild go global take it to all the events take it to like you know companies who have like developing female programs and show them like I've done this for a decade over a decade I know how to balance a successful career with cooking and balancing mm-hmm. a home life like here are the tips on how to do that like, yeah. and, um, and just share that because like it or not right there's high there's different expectations placed on females than there are males right we, it's a fact yeah so there's always there's always the expectation not always that's unfair actually there's often an expectation that even if you're both working uh, uh, you know both partners in a relationship are working that there's always an onus on one person that will be the one who comes home and starts dinner. Like, uh-huh. most of the time, it is the female. Some of the times, it, it, it's not. I think it's like an 83-17 split or something like that. Okay. 
but you're carrying a career as well as those expectations when you get home and you can't you know you can't do it all but you can feel like you're doing it all mm-hmm. and that's exactly what I know how to do and that's what I'm going to start sharing with people so that they can be like yeah I started working nine o'clock but I, I made a loaf of bread before it started or you know I know I only got 30 minutes for my lunch but I whipped up a stir fry or you know all these things that people just go how do you do that that's amazing that's amazing I'm so excited for you I, really, I, I love the enthusiasm that you've got about all of that and I think especially starting a business and leaving a, a permanent job when you did it's really brave I'm hoping that you will I, don't, I trust that you will have inspired other women to be brave as well as they listen to this podcast oh I really really hope so and I'm always um, open for chats and questions and just to give somebody the push that they need in the right direction oh fantastic thank you so much for joining me Colette no listen it's been my pleasure it's been lovely speaking with you Anne hello and thank you for joining me on this episode of what do you know for sure podcast if you would like to connect with me you can do that across social media by searching and Hughes Ignite if I refer to my radio show and the podcast you can catch those on my Mixcloud again just searching and Hughes Ignite. And if you or anybody you know want to answer this question with me, please do get in touch. Just go onto my website, anhughesignite.co.uk and fill in the contact page at the bottom and I'll be delighted to have this conversation with you too. Thank you.